Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. Susie Orman here, and you are listening to the Women in Money podcast. Now, this is not your ordinary money podcast, for there is nothing that I do that is ordinary. So if you want to be the powerful woman that you were born to be in every aspect of your life, then you have come to the right place. We are strong. We are wise. We will not apologize. We are here. We will thrive. Together. And today's podcast is a conversation with a woman by the name of Lisa Lott. Lisa Lott is a survivor of domestic abuse, financial abuse, physical abuse, all kinds of abuse. And as you may know, this is a passion of mine because why one out of four women in the United States of America suffer from financial abuse. And every single one of them that I have ever talked to got in it the same way. They met somebody. They loved this person because this person was so nice to them, gave them everything they wanted. They moved in together. Even though Lisa Lott, as you'll see in this episode, had a job, was doing great. She was working everything. Eventually, the abuser always asks for you to quit your job. They promise you the world. And as soon as you do not have any money on your own and now you are stuck, that's when they go to town. So take a listen to the story directly from Lisa Lott. Lisa Lott, number one, thank you for coming to want to share your story. And I've read a little bit about what's happened to you. And you know what I find fascinating is that you went through years with your husband as, you know, as an abusive relationship when it came to financial abuse. Yes. But it wasn't until he became physically abusive with you that you had what it took to leave right away. So shed some light on this for us. Okay. Everything started when I met this guy in Dominican Republic, where I'm from. He is 19 years old, older than me. So when I met him, he was so pending about what is going on with me, helping me to make decisions. And he's something, someone that knows what he wants. Are you thought? Exactly, that's what I thought. It's some, somebody mature, more than me. He was so demanding, for example. He asked me to, to marry, and then we prepared the wedding in three weeks. 
because he told me he wants me to be here with him. And then that's the way to get my um, my um, resident, the green card. And yes. then I can live here, work, and make a future together. When I moved to USA from the year, I started working on uh, April 2013. And we decided to save money together. So I was putting most of my income in a safety deposit box at home. So at the beginning... Was it the box locked? Exactly, yes. With the password, no, with the key. At the beginning, I saw the money. Everything was good. We have a good relationship. But he tried to manipulate me. He started telling me, and how you have to wear this skirt, not too short. I'm not talking about short skirts. Uh, wear a jeans is better for you. He started with that kind of manipulation, but I didn't put attention to, the red, to that red flag because I was in love with him. So when I get pregnant and he starts telling me that I look ugly, you are getting fat, uh, I don't know, you are not the same person that I met before, and I don't know if I'm still in love with you with this pregnancy. And when he would say these things to you, what would you think? I think that he was right. Yes. So wait, wait. He told you you were ugly, you were fat, you're not the same woman, and you would look at yourself and go, you're right. Yeah. No, a- not right away, because it was a process. As soon as it was, I was gained, you know, weight, and then I believe on his words. So, Lisa, one of the main warning signs that you would tell women is that as soon as your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend start to control you, they start to degrade how you look, how you act, how you are, they're, they're controlling. Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to do that? This is what you should wear. Is that a main flag that everybody should pay attention to? Of course it is. Yeah, because they never start hitting you. They start little by little. Probably trying to get your self-esteem lower, trying to make you feel that you are not good enough. And uh, this is a process. This person is playing with games with your mind. And then when I get buried with a newborn, he asks me to resign for my job, to stay home with my daughter for her well-being. And then he will take care of the bills. And did you? I did. And when he asked you to stay home with your daughter to take care of her and he would take care of the bills, did he take care of the bills? No, he didn't. I had to ask my family for money to buy my cell phone, to buy groceries, to buy diapers, to buy things that I need. But he did, he used to to buy takeouts from restaurants just for him. So it was a difficult time without savings because after that, when I asked him for money and the money that I saved, right? He told me the truth. He lost all of the money in gambling. So the money that you put into the safety deposit box that had a combination on, exactly. that you originally would see the money go in there. Did he change mm-hmm. the combination? Yes, of course. So he told me, oh, you know what? I spent all the money in the casino. So he so, had a gambling addiction. Exactly. How much did you put into that little safety deposit Around box? 12,000. 12, you put in year working. 12, you were able to save out of your own money. What, mm-hmm. what did you do? I work in an um, in insurance brokerage office. Um, you, do you have a degree? 
Yes. What do you have? I have, a, I have a bachelor degree in marketing and I have an MBA in business from Spain. So here you are, this educated woman, mm -hmm. self-reliant woman, able to save $12,000, yet you couldn't see the situation that you were in. When I say that to you, how does that make you feel? Uh, right now, make me feel, oh my God, I opened my eyes. That's what I think now. But at that moment, I was so disturbed. I didn't know what to do. Oh my God, that's, that was like something too strong for me. Figure it out then. What made you open your eyes? Uh, when he told me he spent all the money. And then when I asked him and I was oh, so upset, when he's, you know what, I can hit you with this belt. And he did it like, I, you're my child, you know? I don't know if, because he's 19 years older than me, he thought that he was like my daddy. So he took his belt off and he mm -hmm. whipped you? Yes. Like he spanked you? Yeah, like if I did something wrong and I was a child, you know? And he did this thing with my daughter in his arms. So I cried and uh, I tried to calm him because my daughter, I was more concerned about her. You know, I tried to calm him and I told him, let's fix everything. And then I wait like one hour to make sure. And then I can just took my baby in my arm and I run. I left the passport, my IDs, everything. I so right, to right after he hit you, you took your baby and you ran out the door. Yeah, one hour later. Where did where was he when you ran? He was in the kitchen. I was praying a lot. Oh God, help me! Let let me find a way to get out from here. And he was in the kitchen, and probably he thought that I that I wanna leave him, uh, leave him because at that moment I didn't have job, no savings. No family here, you know? And you left. That took courage. Mm -hmm. You walk out the door with your daughter, no clothes, no. no identification, absolutely nothing, no money. Where did you go? I took a cab and I went to my friend's house. And did you ask your friend for money to pay for the cab? Yes. Yes, she helped me a lot. I was there for three days because thanks God I went to a police present to make a report and the police officer gave me a car and he told me go to that place and ask for help. And then uh, I, uh, I request for help and they gave me a shelter for me and my daughter. It was a nice place and I feel safe and I feel that I can start over. And did you ever have contact with him again? Yes, because he's my daughter's father. Does he, do your daughter still see him now? Yes. At the beginning, I used to give to drop off my daughter in a police prison. It was for one year. We did that every two weeks. And today, when you drop off your daughter with him, are you afraid that one day he'll disappear with her? No. No. no Why not? Probably because his abuse was just for me, not for her. He loves her and actually he has his own life. He has someone, he has, you know, a wife. And, and does he on any level contribute financially? Not right now. What I'm receiving for child support is $50 per month. Can you believe that? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I can believe it. So how are you making it now? How do you make it financially? 
I'm working, I work in a properties management office. Yes. So I try to do my budget, keep my eyes on my money. This is an opportunity for me to start over, to build my life again, to help other women that probably they don't, they don't know that they are living under abuse. Which was worse? The physical abuse, the one time hit with the whip, or the financial abuse? The first one was verbal and emotional. And that and was the then, worst. Exactly. The uh, finance abuse happened before, but I didn't know. So What is that about? <laughs> Do you know that every one of you, even 20 years after it's been over, you've just realized you had financial abuse? Mm -hmm. It's almost as if financial abuse doesn't even exist until you realize somebody else tells you, oh, you were abused financially. What do you think that's about? For example, in my case, I figured it out when I asked him for the money. So, and uh, he told me, we, we, I spent all the money. So the financial abuse, it was happening before. The when I figured it out, the physical abuse and the financial was the same day. So the worst for you was the verbal and the emotional then the financial, then the physical. Don't you find that fascinating? Because most people think it's only, it's only an abusive relationship if it's physical. Yes. And the true damage, the true damage, at least in my opinion, is that which you cannot see. Do you feel that you've overcome that damage now? I did. And what allowed you to be able to do that? First of all, my, my self-esteem in my daughter, that's not the kind of life that I want for me, and I don't want that kind of life for my daughter. And what would be the final message that you would want all the women watching this to I can, know? Yes, I can tell them, be aware of the red flags, and don't try to, to help somebody when you are not helping yourself. I love that, and what would you tell them about money? Oh, keep your eyes in your money. Keep your eyes <laughs> in your money because I trust 100% in another person and I didn't put attention in my money because I trust on him. Now I'm, I'm always checking my accounts and everything that I have. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Yeah, I love you, girlfriend. <laughs> Remember, if you are being abused or you know someone who is being abused, please reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline or Purple Purse. Or write me here, here at AskSusiePodcast at gmail.com. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. 
Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.